High Street Theatre Podcast. Inspiring talks, tips, thoughts, and theories on live performance. Shakespeare to Sondheim, Broadway to the West End. If it's part of the stage, it's part of this show. I'm Eric Domeray. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Well, hey guys, it's Eric Domeray here. Welcome to my very first podcast for the High Street Theatre. I'm really excited to be sharing this with you. I've wanted to do this for a little while here. Uh, I have been a professor, professional actor, professional director, playwright. I've even dabbled and designed uh, just a little bit, so I might be able to speak with some bit of authority on things, but I love absolutely sharing my craft. Uh, I love teaching it. I love engaging in it. I love growing in it. And with this podcast, I wanted to take uh, time to let it grow. Um, I wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to share that with listeners. Um, I wanted to bring attention to the different projects that I'm doing. Maybe I can, uh, you know, send up a flare there, see if there's anybody out there that wants to work with me, collaborate, uh, do some new projects. People can go to my website, uh, domaray.com, or even my uh, theater company, the High Street Theater Group. And we can go to uh, highstreettheater.com and you can see different projects that I'm beginning to work on. I would love to collaborate with some of you guys out there. Um, I'm a big fan of education. Um, I love sharing the ideas because I love seeing the light bulb go off. I love inspiring. I love sharing what I'm passionate about. But I also, I grow from it myself. I learn more. I think more about it. I start to realize that, hey, maybe I said something that was stupid. I want to correct it. I love it when I'm corrected by a student. It makes me think harder. Yeah, it's hard at the, uh, at the time uh, when they, they really corner you. They, they show you that you're wrong about something. Um, it's hard. It's humiliating. But we grow from that. Uh, we grow from that humiliation. So I wanted to start this off. I know there's a lot of uh, young actors out there that are getting into this. They don't know how to go out and audition. They might be intimidated by it. Uh, They might be a little bit afraid of it. They don't know exactly what to do. Well, there's different types of auditions. Um, I'm going to the very basics here, but I think some of you that have been doing this a while, these are, I think, some, some of the seven things that I think are very, very important in an audition and for an audition. Now, Um, Some of the stuff is basic, so so those of you that have been doing it a while, it might be a little bit of a repeat, but I guarantee you there's going to be a few things in here that I think are going to be valuable for everybody. So if you're the new actor, definitely continue listening to this podcast. Um, If you are a veteran actor, if you're a director that's going to be looking at people auditioning, um... If you're a playwright that's looking for something, these are the things uh, that I think you should look for, but uh, there's a give and take here. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about the seven things that I think are important for an actor in an audition. All right, we're going to count down. We're going to make it really dramatic here. Number seven, I think it's important to get a good headshot. I think it's important that the headshot look like you. It is very important that when you have that in front of the director there, when you have it in front of whoever is casting you, it's got to look like you. Don't get these glamorous pictures of yourself that don't look like you, that have been um, airbrushed uh, to high heaven. Make sure it looks like you, but don't have your hair out of place. Don't look slovenly. Don't look like you woke up in the morning. And here is the important thing. Get a good photographer. Number one, 
they know their craft well, and they deserve to be paid for it. They're a fellow artist of yours. But there is a quality in that, and they will capture a personality better than uh, your little nephew Jimmy that might be taking a high school photography class and wants to try it out. That's great. Let him take some pictures of you. Um, maybe he's, uh, you know, um, a, a genius at it. That's rare to almost never. Um, get a professional headshot. It shows that you're serious about your craft. It also shows you know how to present yourself. That's what we're looking for in theater, in, in actors, is somebody that can present themselves. So spend the money, get a good headshot, find the different photographers in your area, and get a good one. Get a session, get a few different looks, um, wear your makeup, get your hair done a few days before, get a stylist there. Go all out. Save your money and get a good one. All right. That's my advice. Get a good headshot. I'm looking for that as a director. Whenever I direct, it shows a person that's taking their craft seriously. And don't let anybody tell you they're black and white anymore. Guys, people stopped getting black and white headshots 20 years ago. This is year 2020. Um, we're doing color headshots now. All right. Here is one that I suggest. I have a lot of uh, people ask me, how should I list my shows? Uh, should I put, you know, if I've played Hamlet, do I put Hamlet at the top? I played it five years ago, and I've played a bunch of roles since then. Should I put Hamlet at the top? No. Put your shows in order. Your most recent at the top. Put them in chronological order. Don't make a judgment call on your roles. Don't start to... Um, say this role was more important than that one than this one uh just avoid having to deal with why did you put this one first just put them in chronological order also you never know that somebody at that table that's looking at you might have just seen you in your most recent performance you want that there shining right at the top. It's what is most recent for you. Sorry, I clapped right in the microphone for you guys there. Um, so make sure you keep that most recent one. So that's number six. List your shows in order. Number five. This is very important. Um, learn how to dress. Once again, just like your headshot, you are presenting yourself. You need to know what looks flattering on you. What colors are going to bring out your skin tone, your eye colors? Um, you are uh, somebody that is going to have to make an effect on your physical presence there. That's what you do on stage. Sure, you got a customer. You still have to know how to wear that. It also shows that there's a care for yourself. You're aware of your surroundings. Um, it's easy to make yourself look terrible on stage if that's what your character is. Know how to dress. Whether you like it or not, you are judged on how you look. And this goes beyond theater. It might be a terrible thing. Maybe we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Okay, that's fine. Love you. Go out with that philosophy. Great. Become a, you know, a Franciscan friar that lives out in, you know, on the east coast of England in your monastery that, that can wear your Birkenstocks and have your hair all disheveled and, and do all this. That's great. And I admire that. And I'm not being facetious here. However, if you are looking to get the part, if you're looking to get a job, present yourself. 
Wear so you don't need to wear a tuxedo to audition. Don't wear a tuxedo to audition. Um, wear something nice. Women um, wear a skirt, uh, dress. Um, you know, nice slacks. Uh, maybe even some heels. Gentlemen, I sometimes suggest a jacket, maybe a button-up shirt. Men can get away with jeans a little bit, but uh, you know, don't wear your your gym shoes uh, to your audition. Learn to dress. Learn to present yourself. It makes an impression. Number four, never be negative. They may ask you questions. They may ask you about um, an experience that you had in theater. Oh, May, you worked at this theater with, with uh, this person here. What was it like working with them? Don't trash talk anyone. Word gets around real fast. Other, other than word getting around real fast, it's just a crappy thing to do. Don't do that. Don't trash talk anybody. If you're the type of person that's trash talking a lot, I promise you somebody's doing it about you too. Don't be that person. All right. It also shows to the director you might be one of those people that complains a lot. You might be one of those people that's maybe an Eeyore that's always finding the negative in something. I'll tell you, as, I, as a director, I don't like working with that. I like a real positive energy in my rehearsal room. Um, I like that being there. And if I see you being negative, you might be trashing one of my friends if I asked you about it. And that's a little scary. You can get blacklisted real quick. Don't be negative. We want to see that we're going to be working with a positive person. All right, that was number four. Number three, this relates to number four a little bit, but be personable. What you have to realize is that at most, 50% of what you're selling is your talent. The other 50% is you. They want to know who they are working with. You know, talent, yeah, it's great. It's important. But I quite often would rather work with somebody that's going to be open-minded, um, is going to work well with the rest of the cast, is going to be a positive influence, because that type of person, if there's a slight you know, subpar talent, we can get them there. Somebody who's got a lot of talent but will never listen to me, they're gonna, they might just have the same performance on opening night that they do at the first uh, rehearsal because they're not going to collaborate with anybody. They're not going to listen. Um, so be personable. Be likable. I'm not saying be a yes man. Bring your own ideas. You're not an automaton. You're not a cog in a machine. Um, but be personable. Uh, number two, and these are in no particular order, really. Um, I see a lot of actors, they'll walk right up to that table and they'll shake my hand and they'll say, hey, how you doing? Don't do that. Um, you don't know what's going on at that table. You don't know if you just interrupted their conversation about the previous person that wasn't there. You don't know if they're talking about you and you just interrupted it. Somebody may be just about to compliment you at that table and you just interfered with it. Walk into that room, let the people at the table have control over the room. If you are best friends with the director or somebody across from that table, don't initiate the familiarity. Let them do it. They may have reasons for not doing that. Be confident. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm not asking you to tuck your tail and be meek and, and, and um, mousy. But let them be in control of the audition 
and then just wow them with your audition and your personality. So don't approach the table. Uh, let Now, if the director comes out and says, Hey, Joe, how you doing? It was really good to see you again. Hey, uh, it was great having dinner with you last night. Then they have opened that door. Then you can walk through it. But let them open that door. All right. Number one, this is important. And maybe it's number one for a reason. Make sure there's names on your resume. Names, names, names. They are so important. You, you, the director has worked with different people. The casting director has worked with different people. It might strike up a conversation where you get to show who you are a little bit more. Um, oh, you know this director? Like I've, I've had people on my resume, and they've known me from, you know, they've known this director from another state, but we got to have something in common. Um, they may be able to call up that director and say, hey, uh, who's this guy? Do you like him? Is he good to work with? And then they can give you a reference right there. I'll caution you in this. If you have burned a bridge with somebody, keep their name off your resume because that might be the one thing that keeps you from getting cast. Um, there's, I'll admit, there's maybe one or two little bridges I burned and I won't put their name on my resume. Um, there's also some people around this town that I have worked with that better keep my name off their resume because if anybody calls me, I'll say, nope, impossible, won't memorize their lines, can't trust them, they've got an ego, won't show up to rehearsal, stay as far away from them as you can. Oh, but they're a great singer. Not worth it. All right? You may as well cast a mediocre singer and uh, put them in a show because they're dependable. Um, so that's that. Those are my top seven tips on auditioning for theater. Um, if you guys are at all curious about that, please check out my websites. Uh, you can see my personal website, domeray.com, or you can go to my business website, that's High Street Theater with an RE.com, and you can see the different services that I can offer to you guys right out there. You can also contact me through those pages if you want anything else that uh, we might be able to collaborate on, or just some tips, or just to say hi. So, once again, guys, thanks for joining me on my podcast. This is Eric Domeray. You guys have a great day and go out there and do some great theater. Take care. This podcast was brought to you by High Street Theater Group, LLC. For more information, email us at info at highstreettheater.com. That's info at highstreettheater with an R-E.com. Or visit our website at www.highstreettheater.com.